Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of the Razor Vibration Podcast. I am so grateful that you're here with me and present for this episode with Anna. I know that I resonated with so much of the conversation we had together. I mean, Anna does some incredible work in this world, helping fuse the world of business with spirituality, which if you guys have been listening to this podcast, know I preach about all the time how important it is to fuse these two worlds. And I think Anna does a really beautiful job of breaking it down from a grounded perspective. So Anna helps solopreneurs align their mindset, energy, and business strategies to attract a tribe that loves, trusts, and buys from them so they can fulfill their soul's purpose of making a positive impact and live a more abundant, freedom-filled, and joyous life. You guys, this is an incredible episode. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this conversation because we talk all about how spirituality has a place in business and we also talk about nurturing your inner world to manifest the outer reality when it comes to business. But before we dive into this episode, I have a few quick announcements, um, really exciting announcements, you guys. So let's talk about um, what is going on in my business right now. So first of all, for the podcast, you don't want to, you do not want to fast forward through this because this is important, you guys. I am giving away some amazing, amazing prizes, giveaways, I don't know, gifts, whatever you want to call them <laughs> on January 7th and every first Thursday of the month from here on out on the podcast, I will be sending out one of my, uh, my, <laughs> that spiritual bitch oil roller bottles. And you, if you guys haven't been following along, um, or you haven't, you know, found out what these are all about, these are oil roller balls that bottles, not balls. Well, they have a roller ball at the top top of them, but they're oil roller bottles that have Reiki and light language infused into them. I handpick the types of oils to help you shift your emotional body and also pair it with practices and an energy clearing to help you really dive into whatever it is the oil intention is. So there is an abundant bitch oil roller bottle. There is a um, vision caster to help you tap into that vision of your next level version of yourself. And there's an a yes queen, which is all about embodying who you truly are and becoming more confident in this world. So if those are something that you want to get your hands on, I need your help. You guys, my mission in 2021 is to get this podcast out to the masses, literally want to double, triple, quadruple, how many women we are able to impact with this podcast and the message I'm sharing here. And I need your help how you can do that. One, rate and review the podcast. I will be picking one review every Thursday, first Thursday of the month to be giving away an oil roller bottle. You can also share the podcast on your story. Tag me. Let me know what your takeaway is. Um, you can tag me at xo.shelbyrose or the Raise Your Vibration podcast. Both of the Instagram accounts will get the job done. And this starts next, the first Thursday of next month. Okay, my second announcement, you guys, and you definitely want to pay attention to this. If you've been thinking about getting my one, -off, one of my one-off sessions, do so now. Those are going away at the beginning of January. I am feeling really called to just open up two one-on-one -on -one coaching spots for the beginning of the year. So these one-off sessions will not be available for some period of time. 
And I'm doing this because I feel really called to put my energy into two amazing souls and really walk them through my, you know, my coaching process of energetic work, business work, inner work, and guiding you through to the next level version of you. All the information for my one-on-one coaching spots are going to be linked in the show notes. So if you're feeling called to really step up and work with me on a deeper level, please do go apply there. We'll have a conversation and make sure it's a good mutual fit. My intention with this one-on-one coaching program is that you're really going to accelerate through the inner work so that you can birth that business. You guys, this is for entry-level entrepreneurs, people who know there's an energetic component to calling in clients to achieving that next level version of themselves. You are a self-starter. You're ready to do the work. You're ready to take that business to the next level. You're ready to do the hard things of looking at the inner world and the energetic world to co-create that dream and life you've been feeling called to. So if these are something that you're calling to, I, I don't know how long they'll be around. Um, so go and apply at the link in my bio. Um, I'm doing these at a conscious coaching price point, which means that I want these to be accessible and affordable to everyone. And it's going to be a three month container where I really walk you through some of these coaching practices, but this is about you and your growth. And I want to be there to help support and hold space for you. So I think that's all I have for announcements. Again, I'll also link the one-off sessions in the show notes. You have like what a couple days to get, um, one of those sessions in before the end of the month, but those are going away. So I love you all so much. Let's dive into this episode with Anna. All right, Anna, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited for this conversation and to share you with my audience. Why don't you tell the listeners, I know probably no one has met you on the show. So why don't you just tell the listeners a little bit about you, your story, your journey, and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me on. So, I mean, the journey has been long and ever-evolving as it always is. I started, really, my self-development journey started when I had an anxiety attack. And that was the absolute catalyst and breaking point and prompted me into the question of like, what's, what's going on inside of me? Like there must be something that's going on inside of me that I need to explore or else if I don't take action and if I don't do something to really kind of help myself or just figure it out, then this is how I'm going to feel forever. So that was the, the prompt and the push that got me into my self-development journey you know, through ceremonies and coaches and, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of books, (laughs) a lot of courses and, you know, all the things that you can, that you can do, which then led me into uh, falling in love with meditation and getting my meditation teacher certificate program, facilitator uh, program, um, which was the starting point of my sit with Anna brand was me being a meditation teacher solely to help people who were also dealing with anxiety to find ways to cope and calm and really create more connection with themselves. So they didn't have an anxiety attack like I did. So that was really the the starting point of it all. That's so 
You know, it's so interesting that you say that because I, I have talked to so many entrepreneurs who have had that same experience where all of a sudden they're feeling super anxious or there's something like that, like is just coming bubbling up in them. And that's the catalyst. It's like this rock bottom feeling or this feeling of so much going on in the inside. And then it just starts this path and this, yeah. you know, this path you're walking. So how did, I'm, I'm curious for you, the anxiety hit, you started meditation, it helped you and you started to have this call to help others with meditation. How did that transform into what you do today is coaching others on business? Yeah, well, it started as teaching classes. Well, you know, classes probably like up to maybe like 10, 15 people. And after a certain amount of time of teaching classes, people would approach me and ask if I did one-on-one sessions, which obviously the answer to that was going to be a yes. I'm like, I haven't yet, but I'm just going to say yes and just do it anyway. And sitting in then in a one-on-one session, it was not just a meditation session. It was like they came in with something that they wanted to work with or work on or figure out. And I would base the meditation and then some prompting and some you know, advice and guidance based on what they were going through and how they wanted to feel or where they wanted to be or what they wanted to kind of get out of, which then led me into getting like my life coach certification and then some energy work certification, just kind of kept adding to the modalities. And of course, you know, at this point I'd I'd been in my own self-development journey, you know, for let's say five years at that point and then six years. And using a lot of things that I had learned and used on myself, right? Our experiences, our expertise. And so using the tools and the resources that you use to to help yourself to help others really is where it's at the deepest resonance because you truly understand it and you understand what the person's going through in that, oh, I know exactly what tool would be good for you because I've tried it and it it really helped me. So that's how it started to build and it was like more than just a meditation teacher and it became like self-empowerment and then a mindset coach. And then I just kept evolving the, the amount of business yeah. cards that I have. <laughs> it's hilarious. Every two months I'm like messaging. I'm like, Brad, I need new business cards. He's like, again, like, <laughs> but I think that's so really, I think that's really beautiful. And as I'm listening to you, I think something to share with the audience, because I, I, I love helping women who have like, no idea where they're like how to start a business. And one of the biggest things I see them come to me with is the fact that I don't know, like they're looking at all these people and they're like, how did they get from here to here? Right. They're looking at these people who have established a business and a lifestyle that fits that inner calling. And they're like, I don't know how to get there. And your story is such a beautiful example of you don't have to have it all figured out. You had probably no idea where this path would lead you when you yeah, follow no that nudge. <laughs> and I think no. just a reminder for the listeners that it's it's simply just following that one step after another. And look at how beautifully that's unfolded for you. Yeah, thank you. So how do these tools and how do you think that they help us in business or how do you believe that spirituality in business, how does that go hand in hand? Cause I know that's a big part of what you teach and how you lead your clients. How do you, what have you found when it comes to combining spirituality with business? 
I believe that they're not two separate things. I believe that a business, our business, our soulful impact-driven business is an extension of us and is an extension of who we are and who we are as soulful, you know, entrepreneurs, soulpreneurs Mm -hmm. is a combination of those things. And I also believe that without one, the other isn't as supported and that can go either way. So without the spirituality or the you know, the practices and the tools and the mindset and the level of belief and the energy and the frequency, the strategy isn't going to have as much potency or as much kind of pull to the direction that you want it to go because maybe you don't believe it's possible. Maybe you don't feel worthy. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious and it's just not giving the right fuel to the fire that you're trying to build. So as we build a business, I should say, as we build a business, we need to also build ourselves up because if we're not doing them both at the same time, then we're going to keep hitting caps and, and, and thresholds that we're not going to be able to work through because we've reached our own personal thresholds and caps that we need to work through on ourselves or else we can't get through them um, in our business as well. It's just that, you know, having one feed into the other in, in a cyclical way is, is super important. A hundred percent. And I found that for myself, my clients, literally everyone I've talked to and even if even you know other entrepreneurs who don't really believe in spirituality or don't really you know that's just not the method and the madness they use it's it's not the madness method but the method they use hey, I mean sometimes madness let's it's be a real. little bit of madness <laughs> where I go it's a little crazy so <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm like the quantum realms and this and they're like they give me these blank stares I'm like I'm just gonna um I teach women how to do this. (laughs) Tone it down a bit. Energy. I work with energy. Yeah, exactly. Um, But even if they don't realize it, on some level, they're super connected and they've done this work in some shape or form. And they may not have that label of spirituality, but it is really what they're tapping into. They're super connected. I think about someone like I think about Tony Robbins because I think he's a beautiful example of someone who doesn't, he, he, he does, he brings spirituality into his business stuff, but he, he is using energy and using spiritual tools and, you know, being, having gone to one of his seminars a wa- a long time ago, I was like very surprised looking back on it from the spiritual lens of how much yeah. there is in what he's doing. He's deprogramming people. He's, you know, the mindset stuff he's doing is actually on a spiritual level, helping people break through their limiting beliefs, which can be energy. And it's just, it's interesting to see how many people who don't really like talk about the spiritual stuff are actually using it in their business and then really expanding. Um, Another thought that came through, do you think, do you think there's some people out there who have who have a view of spirituality as, you know, I think I probably had this, but that this is bad, that business and spirituality can't go together or business and faith can't go together. Do you think there's some people out there that might be triggered by the thought that they go hand in hand? What came up for me really quickly when you said that was the idea around money. And so the fact that, there is a, you know, a core belief in a lot of people that there is a greed and a selfishness and an evil around money. Mm-hmm. And so when you are 
seeking success in a business landscape and to do it on your own, then there's a resistance to success and a resistance to having wealth and having more money because you think that me wanting more money is greedy and is makes me bad in some way. And so I think that's where there can be a disconnect between those two things. But when we step back out of those you know, perspectives and we realize that it's just like money is energy. I am energy. My business is energy. This tea that I'm drinking is energy. Like, like just everything is just energy. It's just different things being exchanged and moved around. Then we can get outside of the lens of it being something that is, you know, evil or, or greedy, or you should have some shame or guilt around wanting more. <clears throat> so I feel like that, that came up for me really strongly. I also feel like it depends on who you're speaking to that you can share it in a way that isn't like, won't put up a wall mm-hmm. because yes, I mean, spirituality is one aspect, but I'm very much in the neuroscience of it and like the scientific part of it as well and the high performance part of it as well Mm -hmm. and the mindfulness part of it as well and like the different aspects of it that don't necessarily have to be connected to any particular sector belief Mm -hmm. you know I even had somebody reach out um, about my current program my alignment method program and I guess upon a little bit more research had realized that I I have meditations within my program my meditations are breath and affirmation based Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yes, we connect, you know, with one of them, we connect with higher self, with is, you know, just going outside of ourselves and connecting with kind of our, you can even call it a future self. But it, but she, she was like, wait, I'm Christian. I can't do this. And I can't join your program because of meditation. So I'm like, listen, like I honor and, and, you know, have compassion towards what your, what your point of view is. I'm like, just letting you know that my meditations aren't based in Buddhism or they're not based in a, a religion. Mm-hmm. You know, they're based in mindfulness and they're based in science and they're based in mindset and, mm-hmm. and the neurology of what happens when we do connect, find stillness and, you know, repeat empowering affirmations for a certain amount of time and what that does in, you know, for our neural pathways, our neuroplasticity in our brains. So it just depends on the, the perspective that you want to share and how you want to present it. Yeah. And so it doesn't always necessarily have to be spirituality or religion. I think those two things are separate, but I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to, to be in those buckets, you know, for lack of a better word, it can be just science yeah. and it can be statistics and it can be something that people maybe won't get so scared of or yeah. felt, feel like they're disconnected from. Mm-hmm. That's such a beautiful again, just way too. And I think I'm, I'm just thinking about my audience in this too. And something that's coming through for me is a lot of them probably have family, family members or friends or someone they know in their inner circle. And I think this can be the hardest part for entrepreneurs or people who want to share their beliefs, their gifts, their specialties with the world is that fear of what are other people around me going to think and what a beautiful way to open up that conversation even if it's with someone in your life of you know I think about the conversations I had to have with my very catholic family and this is probably why this question comes up for me is just how do we navigate those conversations of this these are my beliefs but they're also there you know there's so much research coming through on quantum physics science-based stuff 
Oh, but yeah. showing and proving that these principles of energy and, you know, energy transference and meditation. And like you said, there's so much research out there about meditation and neuroplasticity already. It's how do we approach this in a way that resonates for us? But if we're having difficulty with those around us, or we're just trying to connect with people and help serve them, right? How do we really show up and do that? And I love what you've done there is it's not just this, oh, this super woo spiritual stuff. It's also grounded in science. It's amazing. Totally. So are you kind of, a, I'm, I'm just super curious because I love reading research articles and like, yeah, me too. I'm such a nerd. Yeah. Are you the same way? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I love watching even like Gaia where there's, um, Gaia for anybody who's listening, Gaia.com is like a Netflix, but for conscious based streaming um and watching things that really talk about the science and talk about the the realness of the woo you know we mm-hmm. think the woo is just this like peace and love vibes and like you know just i don't know there's just a there's a big misconception around it i mean hey yeah peace love vibes too but all day but, but, but also <laughs> yeah <laughs> but also the science and yeah. the proof and the studies and the, you know, even when it's speaking on things like, you know, this is way out there, but like ancestral trauma, mm. there's been straight up studies done with there too, with, you know, following lineages of, of mice that there was a trauma induced in, um, like, a, let's say a family to, to mice and, Actually, I'm going to tell this because this is super freaking interesting. Yeah. So there was, um, there was mice in a, in a cage. And any time that they set a buzzer off, the floor would also zap just, just for a moment. And so there was like this trauma just over a certain amount of time, not like, you know, all day, every day, but just yeah. over a certain amount of time. So that trauma center was built within the brain. Four generations later of mice, when that buzzer went off, the same trauma response would happen in the brain without them ever having experienced the shock. Wow. And so things like that, you know what I mean? Like it's like, it's out there. And, and when we talk about these things, like f- ancestral tra- full body chills, you get tons full of body chills. Yeah. And so that it, when you talk about something that seems out there, mm-hmm. there's always a way to, present it to somebody that it makes it more tangible and understandable. So that's Mm -hmm. obviously a sidebar story, but, 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 but also if in fact it is your calling to speak through your faith and still do the things that you want to do, then do you, you don't have to edit or make it inauthentic mm-hmm. to please others. Yeah. And the people who will resonate with that message will come to you. And those are your people. Mm-hmm. The people who unfollow you are not your people. And that's cool. Bless them. And may they find somebody who can guide them, mm-hmm. but stand in your truth and do something that's authentic to you. It's like, if that, you know, the email that I got from that girl telling me that she doesn't want to do that. It was because of her faith that she didn't want to do meditations an inauthentic response would me for me would be for me to take out meditation from my program so that I can appeal to everybody. That's not me. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, there is a way to make it more 
palatable for people who are outside of those you know, specific beliefs, but there's mm-hmm. also something to be said about standing in your truth and being authentic in your messaging. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's such a beautiful reminder too, because I think we can go so vanilla. It, like really that's what it <laughs> yeah. is. We go. So we, we take out all the spice that makes us, us and what's left. It's, it's not, it's, it's, it's inauthentic. Like you said, the, the, crazier and the wooer and like the more I've really just shown what I do in my like you know because I would I would be doing energy work and going up into the Akashic records and doing these things but I wouldn't share that with anyone because that would be too much Mm -hmm. you know it's it's so interesting how at every level and I think this is why what you said about spirituality and really doing that inner work is so important because that you know I hit that new upper limit of like all of a sudden these gifts are unlocking that I've had within me and I didn't know and now I'm too scared to share them with the world and that's the next level I had to break through and understand that it's safe and it's okay for me to share these and so have you seen that with your clients where it's this what, what do you think you know as I shared that little piece of my story have you heard, like seen this with clients where there's parts of themselves where they're okay sharing and maybe other parts that they want to keep really guarded and safe. And what, do you, what are your thoughts around that? Yes. When you were sharing that, what I saw was just this interesting like cyclical pattern mm-hmm. that happens that like anytime it's time for a new level and it requires a new level of us, then we have to see like what some of those pieces, those residual beliefs or wounds or traumas or whatever it is that, you know, we have to reapproach again to then kind of get to the next level. And it's just a continuous cycle. I'm like, I'm going through that cycle again mm-hmm. right now. And so it's, it, you keep revisiting a, a theme or a topic that's just shape-shifting and showing itself in different ways as you continue to grow and up-level. And for me right now, it's self-worth wounds. And it's been so curious to see it come up because that's been, and then doing some work with, you know, I work with four people at the same time <laughs> because I love it. And it's like all different things, human design and private hypnotherapy. And then I have a business mentor and then I'm doing, you know, uh, some other soul work and all this stuff. But Amazing. something that's come up more recently that I've seen is the idea of not doing enough or the idea of not being enough or, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to overdo, overserve, overextend myself for my clients in fear of like, is this going to be, and I was like, just observing it as a witness and saying like, okay, like I see the urge, like I see this, this feeling coming up in me, like, let's explore that. And I'm just so intrigued. I'm so intrigued by what's coming up for me. And, and realizing that it's been just this little cyclical pattern that's followed me from childhood. Mm-hmm. And it's just showed up first in, within, you know, my family and then within my friendships as, a, you know, being in school and then within my relationships and then like healing each of those, you know, along the way and getting above them. But now it's like shape-shifting and, and presenting itself in, in mm-hmm. my business. And the exciting thing about this is that it just means that you're hitting a new level. It just means that you're growing and you have to just heal that in a different way Mm -hmm. to then get to that place. So 
it's not a one and done <laughs> situation. I know. Don't we wish that? <laughs> <laughs> I've been naive. I'm I like, mean, okay, this is the time. I've, I've yeah, conquered. I am going to be healed. <laughs> done. <after this> <laughs> Oh my God, it's so layered and it's so beautiful and it's so messy and it's just, it's gorgeous. You know, the healing journey is just such a beautiful and it's so curious. Like when I use the word curious, just get curious with why is, oh, I wonder why this is coming up. Yeah. You know, okay, what is this trying to show me about myself that I need to become aware of Mm -hmm. as I'm striving for this new goal? Because if we can think about it this way, if we ask for something that we want and we're striving for something that we want, then higher, you know, whoever you want to say, whether it's subconscious, whether it's higher self, whether it's angel spirits, guides, answers, whoever you want to say, universe, mm-hmm. put something in your path to say like, okay, okay, like let's, she wants to get there. Let's just pop this right here. So it's obvious. She can't miss it. It's on her path. You know, it's that, it's like, once you get there, it's like, oh, thank you for putting this into my path, knowing that I just had to overcome that to then move that out of the way to then get to where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And if we could just see it as that and not like, oh, I did all this work and now I'm feeling low again. Why? Like, ugh, you know, this pity party that we have with ourselves as opposed to, oh, okay. There's something that's coming up for me now. It means that it's time to do a little bit of the work. Yeah. It's time yeah. to maybe back away from overloading my schedule Maybe it's time for me to go, you know, do whatever, whatever, however it is that you do your healing. Mm-hmm. And then, but just see it as a gift that's been given to you for you to see more clearly what may be blocking you from getting to where you want to go. Yeah. And so that, you know, comeuppance really. And then within the client space, yeah, it's, it's the same. It's at the beginning, especially it's like, what if people judge me for, for doing this? Especially we think everybody who's following me at this point, like even before you start a business or you turn it into a business page, like your Instagram or something, you're thinking all these people who knew me before, mm-hmm. what are they going to think of me now? Yeah. Like full candid. I was, I, I worked in the nightclubs <laughs> and like on weekends and, and I had yeah. a corporate job. I had a corporate job as well, but I was a, I was a partier. You know what I mean? So it's yep, like going same. from that to be a meditation teacher. <laughs> yep. People were probably going to be like, this is what I thought. I'm like, people are probably like, oh yeah, who is she to, to be teaching meditation, this stuff when she's yeah. out in the nightclubs partying at 2am and you know what I mean? So that was very much a narrative for me at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Same. And, I was like the blackout queen. I was <laughs> people would come through, like if it was a Friday night at 10pm and I was in my pajamas ready to go to bed and someone was like, you need to come out. I need someone to go out with me. I'd be like, okay, give me a half hour. I'll be ready. Like I feel that like, yeah. Yes, I understand that. I think that's such a good reminder too. I, what's coming through right now is that it's not about what they think of you and they're going to have their perceived, because you, you were only, you know, it's that inauthentic version of you, the part that maybe that was authentic at that time, but you're growing and changing and evolving. And so you get this vision of who you are. You have this vision Mm-hmm. No one else can see that, right? Like they're not, yeah, exactly. maybe they're psychic. Some people might be able to see it. Let's be real. But <laughs> most likely the people you're spending your time with right now and who have seen that version of you and that's all they've seen can't see the download that I believe you get from your higher self or God or divine. And so yeah. it's okay if they don't understand this new version of you that you're birthing and they likely aren't. 
but you have to hold really tight to that, not hold tight, but just hold fast to that. This is who I actually am and not allow that outside noise to tell you who you are. Cause I think that can be really hard too, for those people who are just getting started. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that like one thing has to be a full stop to the other. Like, you know, those kind of overlapped a little bit for me for a little Same. while. Same. And it just changed within like the frequency. It was like, okay, well, who am I going to be partying with? Or like, where am I? Okay. I don't want to go to nightclubs anymore. Let's just hang out and have a house party. Like it just started to like, you know, grow and evolve. And it wasn't just like everything is stopping. And I am now perfection and an enlightened being. You know what I mean? It wasn't that like, <laughs> not how it works. <laughs> no. And it, it did. There was an overlap. Like one was tailing off and one was picking up. Like it was just a, it's just a process as all things are you know, to now I don't even drink, but it's, and I that doesn't have to be the journey for anybody either. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. a, to each their own and that's okay. And that's, so you're, you're right. It's, if I can just stand in my authenticity and stand in the truth of who I am becoming rather than the falsehood of who I was, mm-hmm. then, you know, you can show up in a, in a more confident way. So yeah, just the beginning of just getting over some of the hurdles of what people might think or if people might judge me, but once you do it once, it's like, oh, okay, I didn't, you know, die and nothing that bad happened. Nothing exploded, nothing caught on fire. And then it just gets easier as you go. But then you get to this next level. Okay, I'm showing up in an even bigger way. Oh, I'm putting up my price points. Oh, I'm offering a group. Oh, I'm showing that I'm doing this now. Like when I shifted into the space of, because I was running a successful business, I was like, okay, like I'm doing this thing. Like I've learned so much along the way. I've worked with multiple coaches at the time before I turned into the, more of a business niche. And just that was another growth spurt mm-hmm. or, you know, growing pains around calling myself yeah. a, a soulful business coach or a business mentor. So, and, and being, okay, well, what are people going to think? It's like, okay, really? Well, I think we just need to just honor where it's taking us and work with somebody. You know what I mean? Like if it, it's off, it's to be said that, or it, there's something to be said about not going it alone either, whether it's a mindset coach, whether it's a therapist, whether it's an ayahuasca ceremony, whatever you want to do, yes. you know, like whatever is, is calling to you to work through that level of mm-hmm. resistance or stuckness to get to a, a more authentic version of yourself so that you can shine brightly because really the world is waiting for you to serve it and that person on the other side of that growth you know on on the other side of that obstacle that you're scared to take that action there's somebody on the other side of that that's waiting for your exact message and your exact story and your exact perspective and experience that will resonate so deeply with them that will finally inspire them into taking action and so yeah, the people are waiting on the other side of each of our, mm-hmm. each of our resistance or our hurdles. Yeah. Yeah. I am super curious. I love what you said about, I just kind of want to like reiterate what you said about witnessing the experience, you know, what's coming up. Cause I think that can be really difficult when you're new to it or even yeah. If it's a bigger, you know, if it's that, that next level has a real, real big devil, as, as they call a new level, new devil. Like if that, <laughs> if that, le- that devil is staring at you and it's so big and it feels so overwhelming, I think it can be really hard to remember to step back and be the witness. So how do you, 
And how do you navigate that where you're, maybe you're seeing this new weird energy around something or you're feeling something different. How do you not get sucked into the emotion of that and kind of hold yourself? How do you witness when it's coming up? What is, it, what is your practice or strategy around that? That takes time. Mm -hmm. I'm like a decade deep into a self-development journey. So it's like this, it's not an overnight, like all of a sudden I'm going to meditate once and I'm going to be like, oh, wow, look at my emotions. Are they interesting? (laughs) (laughs) It takes time. It's not to say that you can't do it in a shorter amount of time. First, I would say it's okay to feel it. Like it's okay to feel the feels. It's necessary. Actually, it's a part of the process of the healing process to feel it. As something is revealed, you have to feel it before you can heal it. Mm-hmm. And being okay with that, just being okay with like, I'm going to have a solid cry and I'm totally okay with this. I need to feel it to move that energy, that measurable, palpable, tangible energy out of my body through my eyeballs. Or if it's like, you know, th- throwing a pillow around the room or something or going for a run or however you want to move that energy. So yeah, feel it. That's totally cool. And then I find talking about it takes away its power. Mm. So some people might think I'm crazy for saying that on a podcast or talking about it on my Instagram as I did a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, how are you talking about this? You know, aren't people going to think like, oh, like she's, she, maybe she isn't this perfect, you know, soulful business coach. I'm like, no, I'm a real business coach. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, when you talk about something, you take away its power. When you hold it all inside and you think that something is wrong and you're like, oh, I can't tell anybody about this because it's so embarrassing and shameful, then you're just adding to, the, adding to, mm-hmm. its, to its fuel, to its fire. So if you can just tell somebody, like I've said some outlandish shit on my Instagram or to people and like that, that little, most people probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. because they feel some shame around it or that they shouldn't be talking about it. If they're at this level, they shouldn't be having a hard day or they shouldn't be having these triggers come up, but that's not human. No, we are a human being before we were our, whatever we are in our entrepreneurialism before we are, what we are in our relationships and our families, we are a human being having a human experience. And that is fueled by emotions as those emotions give us a wider scope and expand our our souls, our understanding, our awareness. And that's what we came here to do. Mm -hmm. We came here to experience and expand. We can't do that without feelings. So to take away or to feel guilty around the feeling aspect or the emotional aspect of a human experience is taking away the essence of who we are. So just want to put that out there. I love that. And as we talk about it, we take away its power. I've talked about, you know, imposter syndrome. I've talked Mm -hmm. about like different things. And as soon as you say it out loud, it's like you can hear the little imposter imposter syndrome being like, no, be like, yeah. she's only this and it's taking away my power and melting kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And I can visualize that and being like, they're being like, shit, like she's talking about it. She's not taking this on as something that's bad. And so just disempowering it by talking about it. I love that. So and moving much. it, not, obs- not necessarily obsessing, obsessively talking about it and like keep reliving the energy of it, but talking about it as if you're just talking about it. Yeah. And I mean, to get to a place that you can objectively look at and witness your feelings, you need to 
consistently and with a committed effort, be with yourself every day, mm-hmm. whether it's meditation or journaling, you know, any sort of self-connection, self-awareness activity. Mm-hmm. You need to learn yourself mm-hmm. and understand yourself and be curious about yourself on all levels. So it's not something like it takes you by surprise. It's like, yeah, okay, this is, we're growing. So this means that something's coming up for me. Great. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. <laughs> I especially love the talking about it aspect of that because I think it's something that we, when we are so sucked down that rabbit hole and we've been feeding the flames, like, yeah. And maybe that's not sharing it with the world. Maybe it's that you have a really safe space with a friend. Oh yeah. And you know, that person's safe, but it's, it's such a beautiful way. And I found this for myself when you're putting it in towards, I'm like, yes, that's actually usually the thing for me that shifts me out of it. And I've used this podcast actually as a safe space for me to come share what's coming up because I know other people are going through that same thing, but it's just so fascinating Mm -hmm. when we share our experiences openly and vulnerably in safe spaces, how that energy really does dissipate. So I love that you brought that up and you shared that. Is there anything else around spirituality and business that you're feeling called to share with this amazing audience? (laughs) (laughs) They really are amazing. (laughs) I believe you. I feel like with every aspect of your business, there is a piece of you that needs to be called forth. And it's not just like mindset work being separate than business strategy. It's each of these elements that you're building in your business as strategy has a piece of you in it. Mm -hmm. And there are different pieces. There's some underlying common denominators that definitely kind of run throughout, but being open to seeing what aspect of you needs to be nurtured and cultivated and healed and loved and and just have awareness around it really is the first step always. As you're, you know, posting on Instagram, like something as simple as that, you know, is going to take a certain aspect of you. Doing a video on Instagram is going to take a different aspect of you, a different level of confidence. Is it going to be like, okay, what about my voice? If you're worried about, if you have a tough time doing video, it's like, okay, like what's that belief around that? And then if is it, you know, you don't do a lot of writing in your posts. Okay. Maybe like, what's that wound around writing or does that like there's, and, and I've seen it all, you know, with my, within myself and within my clients of, how these different pieces show up and things from school and not being, and being told that they weren't a good writer from a teacher mm-hmm. or, you know, being told that um, they aren't good at public speaking or being, or, or something, an inner child piece of it that like they just were silenced in some way and they mm-hmm. have a hard time to, to speak up. There's so many to then your price points or what's your value? What's your personal mm-hmm. value and worth that? Well, how do you see yourself in this, in, in this niche, in this, in this world? you know, putting together an offer, putting together like what you call yourself, like each part gives us an opportunity to see a different part of ourselves and to be witness to where we have resistance. And so something comes really easily to you. Great. That's cool. Look at the things that don't 
-hmm. look at the areas that you're like, Oh, I don't want to do that. Or, Oh, no, no, no. If you're saying no to opportunities, like if you're asked to go on a podcast and you said, no, why? Mm -hmm. Or if you, you know, like just being curious, just stay curious to where your resistances are, even in, in, within just your thoughts of, Oh, I don't know if that's going to work. Or I don't know if that's going to be successful. Mm -hmm. who, who would purchase that? Who would buy that? Yeah. You know, who would listen? Who would listen to me? Who would, why me? Who am I to talk? All of these fucking limiting beliefs that keep coming up <laughs> right. that are a good thing that they're coming up. It means you're doing something that's outside of your comfort zone or you're thinking about doing something that's outside of your comfort zone, which means it's triggering this limiting belief. And if you can just be open to seeing it, then awareness alone can do wonders you're like, wait, this is just a limiting belief. So that means that that's actually not my truth. And so I should just do it anyways. And it would be okay on the other side of this. But just be curious and open to where resistances or fears or doubts linger within throughout your business and, and, and start to work through them, whether it's, you know, again, through the different things we were talking about before, or whether it's with your coach or your mentor or whomever, you know, you're called to and drawn to, and that feels like they're a good fit or that they would understand you, mm -hmm. then just, just work with somebody. Yeah. Really. I'm like, I'm, I'm on my fourth, he's not a coach, he's a mentor, but I'm on my fourth coach slash mentor right now. And I won't, like, I don't think I'll ever stop mm -hmm. for different aspects. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like they've been business focused for the most part, but that's aside from the different healers and different people that I've been seeing for personal stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's such a gift that we have access to so many beautiful coaches and mentors and guides and practitioners. And just, it's wonderful. Just find somebody and that you really look up to, respect, admire. They've done something that you want to do or they're achieve something that you want to achieve their story resonates with you or whatever it is and just find somebody that this like really resonates and lands with you and see what they have to offer and see if it works and just freaking go for it yeah amazing it always pays back it always the, the results and the return it doesn't even have to be financial you know, it, maybe financial is one aspect of it, but what happens to you on, an, on a holistic level, mm -hmm. uh, mind, body, spirit, physical relationship and work, like what happens in your life when you invest in yourself and you say yes to yourself is uh, it, you always get something good back in return. So true. So true. Mm -hmm. oh, amazing. Well, where can the listeners find you? Where are you hanging out? What do you have going on in your wo world right now? Or in, a, in like a month because that's when this will be out. <laughs> but where can people find you? Yeah, you can hang out with me on Instagram at sitwithanna. You can sitwithanna.com is another place you can go check out some of my stuff. And yeah, just if you have any other questions of anything that came up, feel free to DM me and reach out. I'm, I'm here to support and continue to rise together. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here. I know the listeners are going to really love this episode and I hope you have a magical rest of your day. Yeah. Thanks Shelby too. <laughs>